listening to Midweek Starters. I'm Will Scarper, joined by Shane Waller, Turner Ennis, and Dallas Austin. Uh, we're we're a game away from the Super Bowl. We came off a big uh, divisional round of the NFL playoffs. Just to sum it up, uh, OT rules suck. Facts. Tyreek Hill is fast. There were two very good quarterbacks. Cooper Cup was open, and the 49ers just won it more than everybody else this year. So, we'll start off with some earth-shattering news, and then we'll get into the games. Sean Payton, Sean P., retiring, allegedly retiring. He's retiring from the Saints, let's put it that way. That's a good way to... Good way to phrase that. I I mean, okay. At this point, what else can you do there if you're him? Clearly, the deck has been stacked against you the last several years when you've had when you had decent teams in terms of getting back to the Super Bowl. You don't have a quarterback, and the prospect of getting you one is relatively slim this year. You have done great things in New Orleans. It really, it makes, in in a way, I think it makes sense for him to leave. I hate it for New Orleans. He's been a great coach, and he's done great things for the city and the team, but why why continue prolonging when you can step away and let it be someone else's problem? Yeah, and he's kind of a package deal with Drew Brees. Like they were, kind of, I'm not going to say Batman and Robin. It was more like the Justice League, like Superman and Batman, uh, taking one of the worst franchises in the NFL to a Super Bowl and making them consistently good year after year. And now that now that Brees is retired, I mean, Winston Jameis got hurt, but like, let's be real, like Jameis Winston is not going to give you Drew Brees results so like it the status quo has not changed and i'll say i mean in of there's no more drew Brees. they were they were it wasn't like they were playing just god awful with winston they're playing good they're playing good but i think the the big thing comes back to and as has been the case with Jameis since he's been in pro football he is also injury prone he's not very he's not overall the most reliable quarterback He's a decent quarterback, but he has his his issues. If you're Peyton, great dancer. Hey, I mean, somebody's got to be right. But if if you're at this point, if you're Peyton, it's time like hang it up, let it be. Well, let's not say yeah, hang let's it not up. say hang well, it I up. Mean, yeah. If hanging up in New Orleans, if, if you're Jerry, you need to do something. You need you need to get out the Dallas Cowboys checkbook tonight. So, and you need and, to, and whatever when you meet with Sean Payton, whatever he says to you, you say yes. Please, yeah, you don't you don't want me to talk to you for the next year, and you just want to run the team. You say yes. That that's going to be a problem though for Jerry. I- it it is, and that's why the, it's not going to work out. But like, it would be so like those players under Sean Payton, 
because he had Drew Brees, but like you can tell with Winston and with Taysom Hill, like he is not opposed to a quarterback with some legs on him. Like he's and Jameis is not that fast, but like he he still ran Jameis some. Like you've got to think that a Sean Payton Dak Prescott offense would just be fucking fantastic. I mean, yes. In 2023, you're correct. Yeah, I don't think it happens this year for sure. So I don't know what the rules on this contract are, but like, I don't know if he was technically under contract for next year or not, but I think he sits a year out. I think he waits for McCarthy and Associated Cowboys to blow it in the playoff one more year. And then we have like two pieces of evidence of like unable to get it done when it matters. Dallas Cowboys fans get super pissed and Jerry, like mortality hits Jerry in the face. And he basically says, if I'm ever going to win a Super Bowl with this team, I got to go get a real coach. And I think he does what you said. And he goes, because Sean Payton's going to want full control. And Sean Payton's not going to want to listen to Jerry's ideas. He's going to want control of the team and he's going to want to do what he wants to do. So Jerry kind of has to hit like proverbial rock bottom with his coaching selections before he's going to go get Sean. And I think like the, not like the polite thing to do, but just kind of like the professional thing to do is I think he sits this year out before he does that. That way it's not just like immediate, like middle finger out to New Orleans. I'm going to Dallas. So he sits a year out, pulls the whole, like he's a much different person than urban, honestly, obviously, but like he pulls like the whole urban. I sat my year out. I've got the, you know, the drive and the desire back and I'm ready to come back. And he goes to Dallas. Plus I think if you're, you're Dallas, it's you're in a hard spot still to get rid of McCarthy. Now. I mean, for Sean Payton, I disagree, but in general, but I, I think, I think he would have had to leave with the intention of going somewhere else, not necessarily a retirement. If that makes sense. And to be fair, even Sean says he's stepping away. He didn't say I'm retiring a hundred percent. Like I'm done forever. He basically just said like, I need a break stepping away for a little while, which I mean, that's a very intense job. I get that part. And also I think he kind of realizes after this year that to be a legit Super Bowl contender in the NFL, you have to have a quarterback. And I think he knows he doesn't have a quarterback in New Orleans. So his whole point is like, I can go grind my ass off to go eight and eight, which is what he did this year. I mean, he did an exceptional job with a very average team to do what he did. And I can do that. Or I can take a couple years away. I can pick my spot with the right quarterback and I can come back into the league and take another run at it. But no, I don't think – look, McCarthy, it's like a Jomo situation. Like, if people thought Mississippi State was crazy for firing Joe Moorhead because he had a winning record. And they're like, he has, he's been there only two years, and he has a winning record. And you, then you have to look at the context of it. Yeah, with – the most talented team probably in the country besides maybe Alabama. He went eight and four. 
and then had a losing season. So, like, yes, we are firing a coach with a winning record, but, you know, context. We also didn't fire with, him for his record. We should have. I mean, I've stayed in camp. We weren't going to fire him, win or lose, in the Egg Bowl. It was 100%. It was the fight. And the loss. It was the fight and the loss. If we had if we had won more games, the fight wouldn't have got him fired. He had no he's had no control. He had no, he had, anyway, yeah. anyway. But but, but McCarthy. Back, <laughs> back 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 to, to the yeah. back to back to McCarthy. The fact that they blew they look, they had a winning season. They they blew a game they probably shouldn't have lost. But the point is how many years did he have Aaron Rodgers? And not go to a Super Bowl. Then he then he comes in to da- to Dallas. It's like, oh, we've got a coach that you know we we got rid of Jason Garrett. We got somebody. We've got all the players now. We've got the coach. Still got that team. Like up oh, this is their year. They're going to a Super Bowl. They've got all the right players, and then nothing. Like it's just it's it's too long of a record of sp- supposed to be that team and not getting it done for me. Not to say like it. There's too much smoke for there not to be fire here. Like, it's McCarthy. I totally agree with you, but I have one counterpoint that I thought about today. We say the big knock on McCarthy is he had Aaron Rodgers for all those years, and he went to he won one Super Bowl. Sean Payton had Drew Brees for all those years, and he won one Super Bowl. I would not put those franchises all in the same basket. Pre when they had their Hall of Fame like level quarterback, like you you had you went straight from Brett Favre. In, I saw I saw this on the Twitter sphere, and it was like the Packers have literally had thirty years of uninterrupted Hall of Fame quarterback play and two Super Bowls out of it. Thirty years of Hall of Fame quarterback play and like and the two Super Bowls they won like. They haven't gone to that many like other ones. Like you, you would think that you would have like a higher rate of making it to the Super Bowl. Like if they'd gone to like six Super Bowls and one two, like okay, like and it's not like it's not like the Packers were awful teams throughout those thirty years. Yeah, it's not like, like yeah, it's like it's like the yeah, it's not like the Packers just sucked right. and then Aaron Rodgers and yeah showed up. Like yeah. the Saints just sucked and then Drew, Drew Brees and Sean Payton oh, showed up. Did they? Did they but, ever? But my counterpoint is that like now I understand they had some very bad luck in a couple of those years, but like from like was it seventeen or eighteen to like twenty, they were the number one seed a couple years. Talking about New Orleans, by the way. So, I mean, if you're going to put some of McCarthy's disappointments for some of the years that were like Aaron and them were great in the regular season and they couldn't get it done in the playoffs, you have to look at – now, I totally agree that Sean Payton is a 3,000 times better coach than McCarthy. I'm just – counter-argument, I would argue that like he also had some very disappointing playoff seasons where they were considered maybe not historically as a franchise, but going into that specific playoffs, they were considered the favorite. Oh, I agree. It, and also revenue. Like, if you're the Cowboys and you have that much money coming in and out of your organization, 
and you have a history of success, like there, there's no reason that you're for it, it's it. That would be like the Lakers suddenly be like, you know what? Screw you know all of our history since the inception. We're gonna be choke artists now. I will say one thing. Uh, whether or not McCarthy stays, goes, whatever. I have a co-worker that has a Dr. Pepper bottle, glass bottle, from the last time the Cowboys won the Super Bowl in, I believe, 96. And he has said that when the Cowboys win the Super Bowl again, he will drink said Dr. Pepper uh, as nasty as it would be. So I need the Cowboys to get a Super Bowl win quickly so that I can watch this man drink this dr pepper and then probably have to drive him to the hospital so two years that's what i need got two years i i kind of prefer the stat line of the college football playoff started in 2015 and alabama has as many playoff wins in at&t stadium as dallas so (laughs) since the stadium was built and by the way Dallas Cowboys started playing there in 09, so they got a six-year head start, and they still have the same number of playoff wins. So I prefer that stat to stay intact, so I'm going to have to decide against the the future Super Bowl. Also, Kellen's got to go. I know everyone is super excited about Kellen as as an OC, but, like, he's like, like, there's some plays they run that you're like, wow, that's brilliant. Like that, like that's a really brilliant concept they just did there. And then the other ninety percent of the plays that they run, you're like, why are none of the star players catching the ball? So I think when when you look at like the high end of what he does, and the fact that he's really young, and the fact that he's on the Cowboys organization, that like the hype train has just taken off when like there should have been like a little bit of a reality check. Well, I'll give you on that, yes. But I'll also give you one other reality check to the whole conversation. Jason Garrett, who probably shouldn't have coached as long as he did, was there for a decade. So I think in this conversation, let's not forget Jerry is not opposed to keeping some little puppet he can control either. I think that is McCarthy. I mean, I think... I wouldn't say McCarthy was little. <laughs> to, know to, what I mean. To Willis's point on Kellen, I think one of the guys that, that I worked with said it like really well to me. They don't have any rhythm. Like he calls good individual plays. Like every time he calls a play, you're like, wow, that's a really innovative and great play call. But that doesn't seem like they flow together. It's just like random great pass play, then random great run play, and they don't seem to like work in unison towards a goal was the way he described it. He's like, we'll be running the ball well, and then it's like, we're running the ball so well, so now we have to go to five wide and throw six passes in a row to break tendency. It's like, no, just like keep doing like whatever's working. Like sometimes simple makes more sense. That was, I think, his frustration, and I kind of like that idea. And like watching the specifically the 49ers game, I thought that made a lot of sense to me. It was like you'd get see them get on a roll like with one concept, and then all of a sudden they'd go from five wide to three tight ends in two plays. And it's like, okay, wow, that feels unnecessary. Okay. 
Okay. We've discussed so, Dallas. All right, we've got to talk about the Packers. Okay. Because that's the, that's the other team that the 49ers upset. Yeah. That they shouldn't have. And to the point that it's not all McCarthy, how does Aaron Rodgers not win that game? Ten points. Now, I understand it was freezing cold. I understand it was tough conditions. So you're supposedly the best quarterback in the league. You're the number one seed. You're at home. Ten points. Well, Wills, you asked how they lost. Uh, the other team scored more points. <laughs> That's how they lost. That's a touching tribute to John Madden. Thank you. <laughs> That's exactly what I wanted. Not only that, it was like the weather was awful. It was like Green Bay's dream and San Francisco's nightmare. Like snow and like meteorologists were worried about the fans in the stands. Like people were timing how long it took their water bottles to freeze. Like I think you think straight you up know, ridiculous. The the term ice bowl was thrown around a decent amount of times. I don't know. Anyway. I mean, the positive part is that the. Green Bay Packers are immunized from catching the Super Bowl bug. So, I mean, that's always a help. Immunized. Immunized. Okay. But, I mean, for like, from a, for real, from the game standpoint, like, I mean, you have to put a lot of that on the air. I mean, that, like, other things went wrong in the game yeah. offensively, but, like, as the leader the of an offense that scored 10 points in an NFC championship when everything should have went your way. I mean, the conditions I mean, were set up for Aaron, you. Go ahead. Aaron Rodgers, the, the guy that didn't really want to be there anyway. Look, it, I don't know. You can't if that, tell me I he doesn't want to win that, the game. I, mean, I don't think that contributes necessarily to the loss as a whole, but I mean, I think if that was going to matter, it would have shown up them not being good. Like for the first half of this season, like for them, them not preparing, not fully behind it, but they were good the whole way. So, I mean, I really don't think that did anything to it. I also think like, and I, and I don't think they go into that game thinking, Oh gosh, this is the last time we may have Aaron Rodgers on our team. Like they're thinking about going to the Super Bowl at that point. That's, they live for that shit. I also think that, like, him wanting to leave, like, the way Aaron seems to think almost makes it think makes me think it made him more motivated to win it. That way it's, like, a bigger, like, middle finger to the Packers organization if I leave after the season. Like, I literally just won you a Super Bowl, and I'm still going to leave your organization because I'm, that's how mad at you I am. I almost think he, like, it would have made him more motivated to go win, not less. Fair enough. Well, it's definitely not leaving for the Saints now. Mike Tomlin, man. He uh, he can come to Indianapolis. I, sh- uh, I think Pittsburgh. We, we play indoors. Just saying. I think... 
I Hold think on. an old quarterback that hops you, around and somehow gets the ball off, even though his foot's broken, is very on brand for the Steelers. But wait, did I, Shane want Aaron Rodgers to go to the Colts? Yes, that's what I just said. T- I, t- I would one take- one snap, and that man's back will be broken because the offensive line will let every defender through and just sack the shit out of him. For his own personal health, I hope he does not go to the Colts. Why? Why would the yeah, offensive hey, line let everybody snap his back? I don't. What is? They're not good because y'all are notorious for injuring look, quarterbacks. Look like uh, our line like, wasn't god awful this year. It wasn't it? Wasn't look, like Luck well, was playing back there? I don't. This year. Well, look at look at Tom Brady's thought process as an old quarterback looking for a place to spend out his last few years. He went to a place with a freaking fortress in front of him and weapons that he could just, you know, he didn't have to coach up any of those receivers much. They all knew what they were doing when he got there. He fit right in. I don't know that that's going to, and he went somewhere that was already like built for success. They just needed the quarterback. I don't know that, that is the Colts this next season. The other thing Brady did was he picked a team with a good defense. Yeah. Oh, no, man. Our defense is the best. I do think just... the Colts' defense, I do think they were not as good as advertised this year, but I do think they're a decent defense. But my point is, like, I think Rodgers is going to look at it and go, I've probably got, he's, what, 37, 38? He's going to look at it and go, I've got maybe three years left if I'm a realistic person. Like, I need a team – that like if I go off on the offensive side of the ball, like they're only going to give up ten points. I think with T.J. Watt, like a couple of good young pieces in the secondary, they got a decent receiving core. If they can get Claypool not to celebrate after getting first down, Rogers is going to hate Claypool. Yeah, Rogers will hate Claypool. Like, Rogers will hate Claypool. He'll love him for the fact that he can throw it up to him, and Claypool can go get it. He'll hate him for the fact that when he runs the two minute. Instead of getting the ball back and snot and spiking it, Claypool has to celebrate for ten seconds. Yeah, because um, he already doesn't trust young receivers. Agree. I, I did kind of start that as a joke, but it evolved into a very interesting conversation. And I, I think Pins- Pittsburgh does make a lot more sense. I think if if Indy would have gone after Rodgers this year. This last season, different story, but and I, I don't think they. I think Reich had his mind set on one quarterback and one quarterback only, and that has just not worked out well. But unfortunately, I think we're going to end up being stuck with that quarterback. But I like the idea. I, I kind of like that idea. Him going to Pittsburgh. I mean, I think if we're talking about where he goes, if it's if it's not back to Green Bay, which Maybe some of the bad feelings have subsided this year because it did kind of fold to him and like do a couple things for him, like going and getting Cobb and stuff. You have to look at a team that you think is a legit Super Bowl contender and all that needs a quarterback. I think the he's already publicly said that he has a lot of respect for Tomlin, which is why I like the Steelers. I think the other team that's a really good fit for him, but I don't know how it ever works, and I don't think he would do it because he's – so pissed off at them for not drafting him back in the day. Wills is already nodding his head. The 49ers make a ton of sense, man. He's a California kid. They have a great defense. They got Bosa. They got Warner. 
They've got Debo and Iuke at receiver and Kittle. I mean, they've got three established weapons. But one, like obviously you would leave Jimmy G in a heartbeat to go get Aaron Rodgers, but like Jimmy G's taken them to an NFC championship two out of the last three years at this point. And you just sold the farm to go draft Lance. Like I don't know how they make bringing him in works. And I don't think Aaron would ever go there because he is so mad at the 49ers for not drafting him when he came out of college. But that's the other team that like, those are the two teams in my mind. When I just think about like where Aaron Rodgers makes sense from like a competitive standpoint, those are my two. The Browns. Ooh, Ooh I don't hate it. Mm. They're they're a playoff team. I mean, like they're they're damn near a playoff team with Baker. Not you know. All all I'm saying is OBJ's dad would be very hard pressed to make a YouTube video. <laughs> well, actually, he might not be hard pressed to make a YouTube video, but I feel that like. Aaron Rodgers would also make a YouTube video after that. 100%. Um, with his good friend Joe Rogan. Um, so, like, I, I, I look, they would be they'd be a fantastic, they'd be a contender, like, immediately with Aaron Rodgers at quarterback. I hadn't even thought about that. I like that, actually. But I have to live in Cleveland. It just, but just for a portion of the year. Not the not and, the whole And year. also like he get to me Aaron seems like he kinda enjoys being like like almost like a godlike figure to a fan base. And if he brought Cleveland a Super Bowl the city would burn. They'd burn it to the ground. Which, I mean I mean isn't out of the realm of possibilities. I'm agreeing. Yeah, I'm agree yeah. Yeah, agreed. I, like like we've, I know we've established, but I just. What if he goes? What if Uh-oh. he goes to Cleveland, gets really close to a Super Bowl, like right there in the championship game, and doesn't get to the Super Bowl, and then Tua finally craps out, and Cleveland has another superstar go to Miami <laughs> and win a championship. That would be oh, the books you could write. I'm not saying I'm rooting for it, but I wouldn't hate it if it happened. Be hysterical, for sure. All right, so th- those are the two colossal collapses that we had to we had to talk about and had to talk about some of the drama that those organizations are now enthralled in because they lost games they shouldn't have um i'm not even going to touch on ten yeah i know tennessee was a top seed and they lost but i mean it did we did we think Tannehill was taking him to a super bowl like no um it's always so, when tennessee loses so now we'll, we'll get into uh all right rams bucks Bills Chiefs, two back to back, just two fantastic, fantastic games. I feel like we should wait last to do Bills Chiefs 
just because there's there's so much to go into there. In order of which so, they played. Yeah. So, like, Brady got let down by his defense a little bit. But I think the most interesting part of this game was the unsportsmanlike penalty on Tom Brady. Now, I look, this is a grand, you know, we just got off of Aaron Rodgers, is now good friend Joe Rogan, so I'm going to go into a grand conspiracy about the NFL. We moved two teams to Los Angeles, a city that did not want any football teams. NFL was just like, you're a giant market. You you know you support the Angels, the Dodgers, the Lakers, the Clippers. Like, is a massive sports market, so it only makes sense that NFL is like we need to capitalize into that market. So they so they ape in with not one but two teams, which don't have fan bases because the Rams are literally tweeting out, "Don't sell your tickets," so that our team and can Boston. actually have a home game because so they don't have to go into a silent count at home in the playoffs. So, like, you tell me if that investment has been working out thus far for the NFL. Well, okay, there's a couple things on that. The NFL can't dictate where teams go. Eh, They can nudge. They can't. They can nudge, but they can't dictate where teams go. San Diego has been trying to move – I'm sorry. The Chargers have been trying to move to L.A. for a decade. That wasn't any when they moved. That wasn't just an outright shock to anybody. And of course, the when the Rams left, when the Ram, the Rams started in L.A., so it's not necessarily surprising that they moved back. But I do agree with you the fact that there are two teams in Los Angeles, California that do, they don't care about football out there. They care about they they care about USC, and that's it. And basketball and baseball. They don't care about football. But yeah, yeah I, it, I, I'm I'm but on board. A ton of money. I'm on, I'm on grand, board with some of this this conspiracy theory. Visions of grand riches for both the owners and the NFL having big market teams in Los Angeles. Now, for that reason, I think it is broadly evidenced that the Rams, like, if they aren't going to make it like to be the best team in the NFL, like. They're going to get all the help in the world they can because they're not getting fans just by being, oh, we love the Rams. Like They need to be good to get fans to get that market going. I think that is why you had the worst call in football history, maybe, in the Rams-Saints game because they, the storyline was that they were just moved in. They wanted them. They wanted them in the Super Bowl. They wanted that storyline clearly. They got the call. The first time in his entire career, Tom Brady – gets a uh, unsportsmanlike conduct penalty at, a, at like a semi-critical moment early in the game when his lip literally gets broken because Von Miller hit him in the face. Like, I'm just saying it only would happen for the Rams. I think that I think it's 100% because when he get- the, Rams have, the Rams have got to get to the Super Bowl. They've got to get there. They've got it. You've got it. You've got Sean McVay, who's the golden boy. You've got the brand new team and the brand new market that's supposed to be great, but they can't sell enough tickets to their own home games in the playoffs. Like, they've got to make them the best team in football. 
I don't even think they're being shy about doing it. I mean, you get a you get unsportsmanlike there, but not a few weeks before. All, what did all his I'm first just saying one ever? is like, it was his first one ever. I mean, I'm I'm not. I don't like the guy. And his Never and he that. was literally ble- and he was literally bleeding. Hey, like. <laughs> I'm on. I, I'm. I'm on board with this conspiracy theory. Again, you get you get one there, but you don't get one a few weeks before. I'm don't. I'm less on board team conspiracy theory, and I'm more on board. The ref was a Hockley, and a Hockley has to make the game about a Hockley. I. I'm on board just solely based off Ram Saints. Ram Saints was one of the worst calls in or non calls. They wanted in, in NFL they history. wanted the Ram they wanted the Rams in the Super Bowl for several different storylines for it being LA and it being Belichick McVay old versus young like and now it's turned into clearly LA is having a problem with its fan bases. What can we do to help? I'm with you. I'll I'll join your I've, I'll join I've, your conspiracy I've, theory. I've join, join 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 the midweek starters experience. I'm not to be clear. I'm not anti-conspiracy theory. I just think it has a lot more to do with I have to show off my guns because I'm a Hockley, and everybody has to know who I, I am. It, it, I I, compl- I completely agree with you know refs making it about themselves, but like I don't know. I think. There's too, it's too big of an investment to fail. It's it is weirdly suspicious. That, I mean, I've seen Tom Brady bless out some refs for some non calls for pass interference. Tom Brady and roughing the passer could whip it out and pee on a ref's leg, and no one would say anything. But not against the Rams in the playoffs. <laughs> look, I look. I, look, whoever was supposed to be guarding Cooper Cup on the, the last plays of that game, I'm not sure that they're not in on the conspiracy. Where was uh, where was Goodell that weekend? Do we know? Was he in L.A. or wherever I, they were? I think he was at the Buffalo Sorry. Wild Wings. They were, they were in. I think he was at the Buffalo he Wild Wings hitting the, the hitting the Rams <laughs> make the playoffs button. <laughs> Rams in the <laughs> NFC Championship button, as I think where Goodell was spotted. <laughs> money, oh, money, gosh. money, money, money. Okay, so needless to say, I think I think the Rams are going to advance to the Super Bowl. I don't think they're going to need the help, honestly, but I think they're going to advance to the Super Bowl. So watching the, the watching oh. Matty Stafford get out there and just sling it to the Rams also hurts my soul a lot too. Could have could have gone after him, but no, nope, nope. Go get Carson Wentz. I digress. Okay, let's do the last playoff game and then we'll right. we'll give Shane. I'm going to bait Shane on the Colts at that. We'll point. Give Shane the floor to yeah. to talk about stupid stuff okay, okay, that okay, he okay, sees okay, and okay. notices. Um, all right, so if you didn't know, it was a quarterback battle. <laughs> Um, and and Tyreek Hill is it was is a quarterback battle. Tyreek Hill is very fast, um, 
and overtime rules suck, and we'll we'll hold on to the overtime rules think, for a little bit. But like, I, it's there, there's no there's no take on this game that hasn't been said a million times at this point. The only thing I can say is like, is just heartbreaking for Bills Mafia that we're that we're not gonna get to see a Bills Mafia Super Bowl. Agreed, because that would be awesome. And and I'll and I'll also say it like I'm not upset that the Chiefs are playing again. I don't have an issue with the Chiefs. I don't have an issue with Mahomes. Which one? But either, either one. Like anyway, don't have a problem with the Chiefs being. Which what? Big big Jackson Mahomes fan? Are we? You on them TikToks? Oh. <laughs> No, I am not on. I am not on the TikTok. I I don't have a problem with Patrick. Well, no, no, Patrick's great. I don't have a problem. It's just with Patrick. It's just his wife and brother. I don't have an issue with cringy. the Chiefs. But I I was I was I was pulling pulling for the Bills a little bit there. I wanted to see the Bills. Uh, I thought well, that would have just look. been great from a watching their fan base burn Buffalo to the ground would have been look. amazing. Divisional opponent for the Jets, Bills. Still pulling for the Bills in this thing because it's just, it's yeah. it's a genuinely fun fan base, and they're not the Patriots. Well, and also and also their fan base isn't the Eagles. I was, had this conversation with someone. Yeah, they're, they're, they're not like, the Patriots or Eagles, and they're having fun. So I'm all for they're, it. They're having fun. They're having fun. They love their team. They don't get down and pissy all the time like Eagles fans do. They they're just ridiculous and do really dumb shit. But at least, the, at least the Eagles fans still get to see Andy Reid play in Super uh, or coach Super Bowls. Yeah, I don't think they like that too much, actually. But yeah, you're right. You're right. Well, they, well, they let him go, so that's true. That's very kind on them. <laughs> yeah, kind of, kind of their fault. <laughs> they, they they identified him as the problem, so it's he's kind of on them. <laughs> clearly, clearly, that's worked out for them. So a couple of thoughts uh, over the year, having the Bills defense in. Fantasy. I had grown to to really enjoy the Bills and their defense, and then I also had uh, who did I have um, Beasley and Sanders as some wide receivers. So paid a couple, paid attention to the Bills game, and it hurt. Not gonna lie. Uh, yeah, they scored that touchdown with 13 seconds, and I'm like, ah, maybe they won. But those no, defenses were just so I was gassed. Wrong the end of that game so. but i i will say this having lived in kansas been to a kansas city game got a lot of friends up there still that are kansas city fans so congratulations for them um and the only thing i want to say about patrick mahomes is he was at the garth brooks concert that i went to in arrowhead stadium this summer uh, so he gained about a thousand points in my book uh, so <laughs> any quarterback that goes to a garth brooks concert Go get you a Super Bowl ring. Another one. Another one. I do believe they'll be going to the Super Bowl, but I would really like to see the Bengals get there. Me too. Um, well, before we get into this week's games, do we want to touch on the old OT? The old coin flip? The old... Yeah, good. Go 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 for it. Sudden death and a game of chance is the stupidest shit in the world. Can I say one thing? Go ahead. 
I believe, if I read the Twitter correctly, which is open to interpretation, but according to the Twitters, the Bills were against changing overtime rules last year. Because I guess Kansas City got effed by the, the coin flip rule, and so they wanted to change it, and Bills said, nope. We don't, we're going to vote against a change on that. So it sucks, yes, but until the teams want to admit it and get do something about it, I mean, I, I can't feel sorry it, for them. It's up to the owners. I assume that's an owner's meeting. Decision. Whoever it is, the organization somehow. I don't you know. That's who, needs, that's who needs to be deciding yeah. it. People like Jerry. Jones. I don't yeah, know. Absolutely. I don't know, like, what person the organization actually gets to vote. I'll be totally transparent. But I did read, I do know for a fact that the Chiefs proposed a new rule for the playoffs only to not allow a touchdown be sudden death after they lost in 19 to Brady. Is that right? Was it 19 or 18? Mm-hmm. Whatever the year was, they lost to Brady at home or whatever. They, they proposed but the, the rule. 19 playoffs. 19 playoffs, 18 season. Fair. They uh, they proposed a rule that touchdown in playoffs would not be sudden death loss, and I also have read multiple times since then, or here recently, that the Bills were one of the teams that voted against said rule change, and it got overall also shot down. So I kind of support the fact. I would have liked to see the Bills one win overall, but once it went to overtime, I kind of support the fact that like the Chiefs, who feel like they probably kind of got screwed by it in the 19 playoffs, wanted to change it, kind of got the better end of the deal this time, and the team that wouldn't go along with it when they had a chance got a little karma. Now, I know that's not like Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs and the guys on the field that made that decision. Right. That's somebody in the organization, but like they have themselves to blame for not supporting the rule change. I think yeah, sins I, of the father and whatnot. Yeah, I sins of the ro- father. Most, yeah, most rule changes, anything that are proposed by other teams are voted on by, by organization uh, owners, not by, it's not like Goodell sits in a room and goes, I don't like that. No, like they have to search. Like if, yeah. if a team, co- if a team comes with a rule change, then it has to be, it has to be voted. That on makes the taunting makes so much more sense so because owners would literally be the only people petty enough to get upset about someone taunting them when they lose but but certain rules are not subject to owner review there's a difference in a rule change which is what the chiefs went after that goes in Mm -hmm. front of a committee i think and then also goes up to a vote for every team if it gets to the committee it's very complicated i would have to read on it a little bit more the taunting is an existing rule that the NFL designates as what they call a point of emphasis. It's an existing. Mm. Pr- so the taunting rule has always been it's there. It's always been there. There's always been a taunting rule, but we designated it as a point of emphasis this year with the referees. And any time, let me just tell you if the NFL, so that's not an owner's thing. If Goodell says what comes down from Goodell is like XYZ penalty is going to be a point of emphasis this year. Let me just tell you, you better get ready for about 3,000 of those penalties in the first three weeks of the season. That's how it's worked every time. There was one year that... It's, all right. Like, to I be think, honest, it's... Good to know. It's probably... So the, basically... It's the only 
foul that they look at in off-season training is whatever the point of emphasis is. Anything else? Out the window. They don't even look at it. There was a year that, like, I think it was, oh, it was, I think it was illegal contact. It was like a defensive pass interference, but it wasn't pass interference. It was like one of the ones that's like pre-pass or whatever. It was either holding. I think it was illegal contact, which is like contact after five yards by the DB, but before the ball's thrown. But you don't even have to hold them or whatever. It was a rule back a few years ago. And I think there was like, it felt like every drive, there was an illegal contact foul against the DB like the first two weeks of the season. And then finally somebody was like, okay, are we going to play football or are we just going to call illegal contact all game? Interesting. So this is basically like how states have laws that they like just never get rid of. They just quit enforcing. Yeah, this like, well, this would basically Kentucky, be like... It would be like a traffic stop ticket, but like all of a sudden you can run any stop sign you want, but if you go a mile an hour over the speed limit, you're going to get it stopped and get a ticket. Like we decided that speeding is what we're focusing on this year, and then next year, okay, that's like that's that would be my analogy. Uh, back back to just overtime rule, and I still think even in the regular season, it is it is sudden death in a game of chance. It's stupid, and I realize the situation is a little bit of sweet justice after Sunday for some, but. As a look forward-looking time frame now, just play 15 minutes. And in the playoffs, play until there's a winner. If you're gonna not, if you're not gonna do what college does, then just play until there's a winner. <laughs> play a game until there's a winner. It's honestly, I think that would be better than what college does anyway. It gives everybody a fair shake. You get a whole other quarter, and it would just extra game. I'm not opposed to that. But I don't hate the fairest way to do it. I don't hate like a because, set, like fifteen or ten minute quarter. Yeah. I also don't hate the old college system. The pre pre like the pre two two point, point conversion after two overtimes or whatever. I like I, I don't mind the old system where you like set on a set yardage. Now maybe in the pros you say it's the forty instead of the twenty five or whatever, so that you actually See, have to like work I, yourself in the field goal range. But yeah, I don't hate either one of those i hate i honestly hate both overtimes right now i hate the new college system and i hate the pro system but i i think that one of the big things about i think letting the pros play a whole other quarter period whatever you want to call it is they're professional football players they've got to figure out how to take a kickoff run it back and do that until the game ends unlike you know, in college, let's, you're trying to minimize how much these guys play is part of, I think, why they're doing the rules that they do, given how long seasons can be. Obviously, they don't care about that. The pros play 18 weeks. I also <laughs> 17 like, games. I, I, I'm not opposed to, like, the current rules in the NFL staying in place for the regular season, and I'm not opposed to the current rules in college staying in place for the regular season to prevent a game from going to eight overtimes or whatever it is and everybody having to play, you know, a hundred extra plays. But postseason football in both needs a better system. Agreed. But I would say like my point is in professional football, my thought is because a tie is allowable in professional football. 
one more period, one more quarter is not going to be the end all be all. If it ends in a tie, it ends in a tie. You gave everybody a fair shake. But not in the playoffs, right? Yeah, you, you, you cannot end in a tie in the playoffs, correct. Okay. Uh, right. Obviously, okay. You, uh, yes, no. Obviously, in the playoffs, you cannot As end in a tie. Say, in, yeah, the regular like, season, in the regular season, I think the rule still should be you play 15 minutes. If there's, not, if there's not a winner in the 15 minutes in the regular season, it ends in a tie. But in the playoffs, you can adjust to try to shorten the amount of time in the playoffs and do maybe go to a you play a, a quarter and then you go everybody starts at the 40 you get each team gets two chances and the, do a shootout type system after that but sudden death in a game of chance just drives me crazy because basically i'm sure if we pulled stats on how many times teams have won in overtime they by have. getting the it's, it's, it's if, you, if you get ball first, it's ninety yeah. percent in the playoffs. That games. is insanity. In That's the playoffs, not... ESPN tweeted it. In the playoffs, specifically, the team that wins the coin flip is ten and one. That's insanity. It, anyway, sudden death in hockey makes sense. Where a sudden death in basketball would make kind of make sense, but not really. But in hockey, makes sense. Each team gets a fair shake at center ice to get the puck and take it Could to their end. Could you imagine how good the Warriors would be sudden death in basketball? Oh man, <laughs> that'd be yeah. something. Like if you went, if you went to, if you went to a shootout in basketball and you had Steph and Clay on your team, oh my god. But my point being, of course, I think we get. I think I've hammered home the idea. A game of chance and sudden death is the stupidest shit in the world. Agreed. All right. Outstanding. Picks, pick, picks, picks for the for the championship games. All right. I'll start. Uh, I think for me, I'll go conspiracy theory. Uh, I'll get on board and uh, I'll go Rams. I will also go around, but it's not because of a conspiracy theory. It's just because they're a much better team than the 49ers. There's like, I mean, if for some reason the Niners look like they were about to do it again, I do believe that the men in black and white would intervene on their behalf. But I don't think it's going to come to that in this particular game. I don't. I don't think the refs are gonna be like, "Crap, we've got to give Jimmy G a personal foul early in this one because we want to make sure they get out ahead." I think they're gonna do that on their own. I'm gonna go with the Rams. I said personal foul, man. Unsportsmanlike conduct, which is a personal foul, isn't it? It is a personal foul. I mean, technically, all they're all personal fouls, but. It's what we get for talking about basketball. Shane, the 49ers or the Rams? Well, I mean, you know, Jimmy G's had some interesting success. Yeah, no, the Rams, 100%. I'll be shocked. Shocked, I say. All right. Now, Joey B and Patty M. This is what we refer to as a quarterback battle. This is going to be yet another quarterback battle in Arrowhead, which apparently is the loudest place on earth, according to Chiefs fans. And Lawrence Tons. Yes. 
you know, Joe Burrow has never played anywhere as loud as Arrowhead in his career. I really do think that the shape of their stadium does have something to do with it. It's pretty impressive, I, w- I will say. Is it louder? Is it He's really louder than like LSU, like Death Valley at night, though? Has it been measured on know. the Richter scale? Yes, it has. I'm pretty sure. Death Valley or would... Arrowhead? Arrowhead. Oh. Both. And yeah, yeah I've, I know for both have, but, but I'm pretty sure Arrowhead has. I, I would probably argue that we all give Death Valley this Death Valley at night crap, but Arrowhead's always loud. Doesn't matter if it's night or day. Fair. It's it's gonna be at night. I think it's gonna be at night. Are they the late? Uh, it, well, no, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. The point o'clock. we're making here is it's too. They really didn't give that give that the night game. No, 49ers Rams is the five thirty. Rams game. conspiracy. Rams, Rams conspiracy. evidence of a Rams conspiracy hey. right there. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. One hundred percent. Not the better game. Still gets the nighttime slot. Still gets the Sunday prime time. Anyway, um, did, you find, did you find numbers, Dallas? No, oh. I didn't look up numbers. I just got the games. See if I'm I'll... gonna go with the Chiefs. Sadly, yeah. I don't think I don't think Jobo pulls it out. Man, I want the Bengals to do it just for the storyline, but the fact that Burrow got sacked nine times last week, and now they've got to go against Chris Jones. Uh, they're, they're doing. They're running through all the Mississippi State studs. Yeah, yeah. They they had they had a date with Mr. Simmons, and now they get Mr. Jones. Yeah, they're not on a good track record playing against former Mississippi State defensive linemen that are now all pros. Uh, so I'm going to go. I don't think they can get sacked nine times again. It's at Arrowhead. The Chiefs like seem to have caught a different gear since they did actually lose to the Bengals. So. Um, I'll go Chiefs, but in a close one. I do, I do think Burrow and Chase and the offense can make enough plays to make it interesting at least. I, look, I, I'm going to say Chiefs for those reasons, but I think Joe Burrow is that dude in many ways. It's not It's not going to be because Joe Burrow gets like outplayed. Like It's going to be like a, it's going to be another quotes, quarterback battle, roll credits, and I think the line, yes, but I think one of the things with the Bengals is, I think they they're a player away. I think they need a tight they need a tight end if they want to be that offense, like that just elite elite offense. I think they still need the tight end because if you look at all like your guys that are always in the playoffs, always win Super Bowls, like. You think about a quarterback, you think about a certain person they pass the ball to. And a lot of recent success has been a really fucking good tight end. Like you think Brady, you don't think all of his receivers, you think Gronk. Mike Evans. Who, but Brady's career, Gronk. Who That's who true. came with him to Tampa? Who did he trust most to come with him to Gronk? Travis Kelsey, Patrick Mahomes, like where did the ball go when they had to win the game? Kelsey. Kelsey Kelsey to get him to the field goal. Kelsey to get him the touchdown in overtime. I, I I'm not gonna like I mean bury myself in a stat book for this, but I think there's something to 
that level of offense in today's like the way the game is played today to have that tight end that is just bigger than everybody else and can also catch. I mean, the you got to look at the fact that Kittle is like on a what feels the Niners are good. What again. feels like an average 49ers offense and Kittle's back, and all of a sudden they're back in the NFC Championship. Right. When 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 the freaking backup quarterback of the Ravens can find Mark Andrews a billion times and bring them back from death's doorstep to still not make the playoffs, but like get there. But like it's, it's, there's something to, there's something to the tight end. Is So I'm going for the Chiefs for that reason is I think you're going to see Travis Kelsey dancing in the end zone one more time than you see the Bengals in the end zone. For the same reason that I wanted to see the Bills win last weekend, I'd like to see the Bengals win. I'd like to see some different teams then. But I do believe here in the latter half of the season, for sure, Kansas City is a better team. Kansas, Kansas City. Well, them's be the picks. And I think, uh, Shane, you want to talk about stupid things? We'll let you. Well, I mean, let you go. I mean, if you have any, if you have anything dumber than a team missing the playoffs by losing to a team they shouldn't have in a stadium full of people literally dressed like clowns, go for it. Here's here's my thing. Uh, I have yet. I can't find uh, Death Valley's Richter scale ratings, but it was the record-breaking crowd noise at Arrowhead was 142.2 decibels. So we'll keep that in mind before we go into the stupid things. However, how? And because we haven't recorded the last couple of weeks, uh, just this has to be touched on. How in the hell does a team all they have to do is win, win, win? A game, win it, win one of two, one of two. They don't have to win. That's, both. A, that's one every of two. team, though. They have to win a game. Mm, not for not for playoff seating. Sometimes you've got to win. Like seven, there's like to seven get, teams that had to win a game to for get playoffs. To the playoffs. You have to at least win a game. Can't confirm, but not the point I'm trying to make. It's not like you're going into a situation the way that you started your season, that you're going into a situation where you have to win a game. Baltimore has to lose a game. The Steelers need to do this, and so-and-so has to go do this over here. No, you just you just have to win. Your one. destiny's in your own hand. Two weeks in a row, all you have to do. Yeah, you're not. your fate is not controlled by anybody else but yourself and your actions on the field. The simplest way to get in. Now, there are other ways that if you do lose that you could still potentially clinch a spot which, of course, ended up not happening, which, quite frankly, was for the better because, hell, I'd hate to actually have seen us in the playoffs after that dismal performance both weeks. You lose to the Raiders, and then you go and lose to the Jaguars? What in the hell? But, hey, let me tell you, Colts defense this year, best one in the league. Everybody got mad at me. All of all of my friends who are Colts fans got mad at me when I was like, "Yeah, don't don't put your faith in the Colts defense this year." I'm not crazy. Yes, Turner. 
nothing. Did did the defense turn the ball over a lot that game? The, the defense did not turn the ball over a lot that game, but I will still stand by the defense also playing a role. Now, I don't think I have made it a secret at any point throughout our podcasting career at this point that I do not believe in Carson Wentz as the quarterback of the Indianapolis Colts, uh, nor have I uh, just been a huge Carson Wentz fan. You you don't see me going out buying 18 of his jerseys by I any stretch of the imagination. I thought you bought 23. Why would I buy 23? 18, 18 is the greatest number on earth. Less than anyway, um Oh, yeah, it's that dude yeah. that played for the Broncos. Yeah, that guy. Uh, what was his name? Guy. What was his name? Uh, Manning. Manning, Manning. Uh, I think, yeah. Yes. I think he's got a, he got a brother named no. Cooper. Did he no get an Ole Miss? Pele- Peloton Manning, He might have right? went to Ole Miss. Maybe. I think his dad definitely did or something. I'm not sure. Uh, anyway, a plank would have turned the ball over as – just as much and probably still would have done better with the plank as quarterback this year. And as I see fit to look at it, but that'll, that would get attacked in all corners of the internet. I feel like if anybody actually, you know, wanted to listen to me ramble for an hour about it anyway, Mr. Turnover, I think needs to go have thought that from the beginning of him getting there. I also did make the statement and this was before we started doing this. I made the statement to somebody that if Carson Wentz was going to do well anymore in the NFL, it was going to be under Reich. That clearly is not the case. It is time to break that marriage up and move on. Here's the biggest issue facing Indianapolis. Where you're positioned in the draft and how many quarterbacks there are for you to potentially draft this year, there's two, and they'll be gone pretty quickly. And at this point, you've already put so much money down on Wentz, you're kind of screwed. Now, I mean, you could, once Rodgers goes to the Browns, you could try to retread Baker at the Colts. And maybe you could get him for simply a second-round pick instead of a first-round pick that you paid for Wentz. I mean, maybe. Not the greatest of options, necessarily. There is allegedly a, some form of a buyout or opt-out clause within Wentz's contract, but you're still left with the same situation of now you just don't have a quarterback. I'm fine if we called Phillip Rivers if he wanted to come play again. He won't, but... I think Phillip's enjoying coaching high school football in state of Alabama. I think you're, think you're 100% correct. A hundred percent. I think him, him and Brett Favre may play each other in the Mississippi versus Alabama challenge or something. But other than that, that's the close, as close as we're getting to a an NFL match up there. I think you're think you're right. But the meeting allegedly was figured out between Ursi and Reich and Ballard. So let's uh. Get it, let's 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 figure it out and get rid of Carson Wentz. That's my putting that out into the ethers of the internet so that maybe it'll happen. I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you a, a theoretical question before we close up, Shane. Just real quick. Okay. From a value standpoint, 
if you had to give up JT to go get a quarterback? I think Saturday said it best the other day. You can have the best running back in the world all you want to. But a quarterback still needs to be there to make other plays because you can't completely rely on a running back in this league. Okay. I would hate to see it happen. But as long as – and I'll caveat it by saying you have to go get a quarterback. You can't go get another Carson Wentz. You can't yeah, go trade. Fair. You can't go trade. You can't trade another draft pick. Like, you, if you're going to trade Wentz and JT, you've got to go get a quarterback. Like Tua. No. I mean an established Aaron Rodgers-type quarterback. Would, Maybe not would Rodgers, you, would you, but – would you trade for Justin Herbert? I think Matt Ryan's still playing. Matt Ryan needs to retire. Anyway, um, love the guy, but your time is Marcus Mariota uh, still out there on the NFL. He's technically still out there, but if you give up JT for Marcus Mariota, the Colts may burn the stadium down. Yeah, the fans may burn the stadium down. I would go. I would fly over to Indianapolis just to help. Like what? Uh, What if you? What if you don't have to give up JT, but you find a way to get Derek Carr? I wouldn't hate that. Oh, I I think for Derek Carr you can't give up JT. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree. Oh no, 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 no. I'm more. I was uh, there. I'm, I'm, I'm just looking for no, like realistic ready. options realistic besides option. the blockbuster trade of the off season. I, I yeah. think that I think yes, I think Derek Carr would be a, an interesting option. Unlike, un unlike Wentz, he has had very shiny moments over the course of his career so far, and I think outside of a disaster that is Las Vegas, he would be under in the right hands would probably be a very good quarterback. That's that's what I'm and saying. He's already I think a he's good, probably he's a already real, a I think he's probably a really good quarterback. He's just been in a shithole yeah. for his entire yeah, career. Ab- agreed. That is the Raiders. Um I would not be mad at that at all. But definitely not for a I I would revert back to I'd be for a Derek Carr, I'd we could trade a, a pick but not, not no 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 yeah, yeah. Not I was more just I was more testing like I had Dallas fans that weren't willing now this is not current day like three or four years ago that like this we're not years. willing to give up Zeke right like Zeke is a pivotal piece of the future offense and I think all of them would tell you today that that, that would be a mistake so I was just curious like if you felt the same way about the Colts I feel that yeah, if they could I, if they could offload Zeke's contract now. Yeah, I mean, obviously I, yeah. in today's times, Zeke, keeping Zeke at his price tag was a mistake from a salary cap and team management standpoint. But I mean, I also think that I don't. I mean, and we could all be completely wrong here, but I just I also don't see him fizzling out like Zeke has. Quite frankly, I don't think he continues to put up the same numbers especially from a fantasy standpoint. I know that's not truly how you should look at that, but from a fantasy standpoint, he's not going to keep putting up these these to those type games. He's going to continue to be a very good running back, but I, I think that it's going to be – he's not going to have extraordinarily insane seasons like this one 
year in, year out. He will continue to be he will be better than he will be better than Ezekiel Elliott. But right now I also don't think that takes a lot. Um just just saying. Uh, uh, a lot of that's usage and I think you're gonna see the same thing with JT. If 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 the if the Colts are smart, they will find they will get a, somebody like in that like Pollard role and they'll limit his reps throughout the season if they can do it and still win. Or at least they should. Yeah. And he already yeah, I he, really like people people are shit on Zeke, but like I really don't hate what the Cowboys did with Zeke at all. Keep you know, lit split reps, keep him healthy till the playoffs. Like you're in the worst freaking division that there is. Like it's not like you have to have him throughout the regular season to get to the playoffs. So like there's there's no reason to say, oh, like he's having a down year. Like you just you know, save him. Put him and, on ice. And, Do you need and him? to be to be fair, a lot of players, a lot of very good players have down years. It's not uncommon. It happens to everybody. It's not. It's not. It's not a crazy thing to think. But yeah, I would. Carson's be, just been in his down year since twenty seventeen. Again, was yeah. never on board with it. All right. All right. That was. A great way to end the podcast. We look forward to seeing the rest of the games pan out this coming week. There are other sports going on right now. There will be the Olympics. That will be fun to get to pretend we know about sports you only see once every four years. There'll be a lot NASCAR's. of fun. Um, Except for hockey. Curling. Curling. Curling's coming back. U.S. men's curling. Okay. Dallas, you were you were also, you were saying something about the oh, car of NAS. NASCAR's back February sixth. Uh, they're going to have the clash in Los uh, Angeles. Uh, they've actually have built a quarter mile short track in the Coliseum there in LA. So it should be pretty fun on uh, February sixth. And then Daytona the is after. twenty days later. Might be two weeks after, longer. something like that. So is the because you've got you've got the Super Bowl. Yeah, Super Bowl is the thirteenth. It might be. I think it's the week after because there's another event the week of the Super Bowl. If I'm not mistaken, in Daytona. Quick right? question: it Could be the that used to be a thing. So the season has historically started with Daytona, right? So with the new L.A. short track race, is this like a legit like points? Like all that's going to count and everything, or it's just like a for fun, like hey, this is a cool, like we're going to get some attention and race in LA for a weekend. Yeah, no, it's just for like a a fun, like um, pre okay. preseason race. No, it's Got just a lot of it's yeah. just something to go do. Um, and then no, with that, good. they're also rolling out the a next gen car, uh, so it'll be a new car for for everybody. But uh, yeah, that's on the sixth. The Daytona five hundred is two weeks later on the twentieth. And then what weekend is Talladega this year? Talladega will be April 24th. And we're going to remember Talladega, right? I will. We're going to remember travel. I won't remember remember Talladega, but I'll remember the trip. I remember to and from (laughs) Talladega. I remember that I went. (laughs) Yeah, to and from I will remember. 
I do. I do have a plan to. I may not watch every race live, but I do have a plan to uh, record and watch. Go back and watch some. I have life is busy, um, and when you're not as a hardcore NASCAR fan as some in the group, that just other things, other things. Raise hell, price Dale. Anyway, uh, yeah. Well, there's that. Just so that I can get, uh, I can try to find a driver between now and Dega. To, to pull for while we're while we're there, that's my that's my uh, hope here. I will be pulling for Chase. I've Hillary. got another one. I'm gonna pull uh, for uh, Jeff Gordon. Jeff Gordon's in the the TV booth. He don't race no more. All right, then I'll pull for Dylan. He don't race no more, but he isn't. He was inducted into the 2021 NASCAR Hall of Fame. Yeah, those were both jokes. Dallas. Okay, I didn't know if you knew. Uh. Also, speaking of first round ballot inductees, oh Ortiz, Ortiz got in first in. first try, first first go, and Clemens and Bonds officially will not be members of uh, the Baseball Hall of Fame this year or ever. Hmm. Ever, it was their tenth year ever. on the ballot, and they were not voted in. They are done. Is just not, you know. I'm just in so much shock. Back to you, all right. Wills. That's that sounds like a great, great show. We'll look forward to all those things that we just talked about. This has been Midweek Starters. Thank you for listening. Goodbye. <laughs>